Are you ready for the end of the world? (laughs) This is Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. Circle of friends, circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is Your Community Spirit. As usual, we're coming at you from 10 to 10.30 a.m. here on Fridays on WDBX Carbondale, 91.1 FM, Community Radio for Southern Illinois. And we've got a lot of happenings and eco-social news for you this week, as usual. Um, bearing, bearing with a little bit of the flu, so hope you'll excuse me if I'm a little bit out of it. But luckily, all of the happenings and stories are pre-written for me, so all I have to do is sit there and read it doesn't take too much mental focus. So we've got uh, some good stories and happenings for you. If you'd like to send your happenings our way, you can email them to me. Uh, My email address is treesong at treesong.org. Yes, I'm so excited about today's happening and news that I came in even with the flu. (laughs) So here are some of those exciting happenings for today. Uh, The Big Muddy Independent Media Center, located at 214 North Washington Street in Carbondale, which is between the Town Square Market and WDBX, is presenting a special program this coming Tuesday, September 11th, at 7 p.m. on the 6th anniversary of September 11th. Rich Whitney and Paula Bradshaw will present an introduction to the 9-11 Truth Movement, followed by a showing of the new film, 9-11 Mysteries. The 9-11 Truth Movement seeks a complete, independent investigation of 9-11 based on substantial evidence that there are unanswered questions about what really happened on that day. Inquiring minds are invited to join us and find out more. And on a related note, a new Zogby International Poll finds that a majority of Americans still await a congressional investigation of President Bush and Vice President Cheney's actions before, during, and after the 9-11 attacks. The 911truth.org sponsored poll also found that over two-thirds of Americans say that the 9-11 Commission should have investigated the still unexplained collapse of the 47-story World Trade Center Building 7 that happened at 5.20 p.m. on September 11th, 2001. Yeah, a lot of people don't even know that that third building collapsed, but a third building uh, 
I think it was about 40 stories tall, I don't remember, but uh, World Trade Center Building 7 collapsed later in the afternoon, which is kind of odd because it wasn't hit by a plane, wasn't really necessarily hit by falling debris either, at least not enough to cause structural damage to destroy the entire building. So that's an odd question, isn't it? I've got a lot of questions about what happened on September 11th. So if you if you do too, or if you're just curious to hear what people are saying about the issue, that's once again coming up on Tuesday, September 11th, next week, at 7 p.m. at the Big Muddy IMC, 214 North Washington in Carbondale. And in other happenings, the Student Environmental Center is having a picnic. They're having a picnic today at from 5 to 7 p.m. This picnic will happen at Bucky's Haven, which is a dome pavilion on Campus Lake in Carbondale. You can join SEC members past and present for some good eats and fun times. But most importantly, meet other students interested in fighting for environmental justice. For more information on SEC, uh, their happenings and what they're working on, you can visit their website at www.studentenvironmentalcenter.org. That's pretty exciting. I'm glad to hear about their picnic. Now, since they're having it under a pavilion, I, I'm betting they might still go with it even if it rains. But uh, if, if I'm well enough this afternoon, I will be there because that sounds like an exciting happening. Alright, so in other happenings, we've got this one that was just sent to us. A 
closing reception for Lauren Zydeco's MFA thesis show called It's a Growing Thing. This, this closing event for the thesis show will be on Saturday, this coming Saturday, September 8th, at the Surplus Gallery at the Glove Factory. And it's going to have uh, images from the show from 4 to 7 p.m., and then a panel discussion that begins at 7.15. The panel will consist of three participants. Uh, Mike Wolf and Eric Newman are both based in Chicago. They'll be talking about personal projects as well as a space in Chicago that's called the Mess Hall. They're at www.messhall.org. The website describes itself as an experimental cultural center. It's a place where visual art, radical politics, creative urban planning, applied ecological design, and other things intersect and inform each other. They host exhibitions, discussions, film screenings, uh, brunchklucks, which is a brunch plus a potluck, <laughs> uh, workshops, concerts, campaigns, meetings, both closed and open, and more. So that sounds exciting. They'll be talking about uh, Mess Hall, which is at www.messhall.org. And there will also be Chris Schockel, who's based in Carbondale, and who I have known for a long time now. She'll be discussing her role with the Citizens to Save Hickory Lodge, and their website is www.hickorylodgepark.com. She's also involved in other projects, such as the Southern Sustainability and the Carbondale branch of the Bioneers Conference. The theme of this panel discussion will be the proposal and actualization of change in our cities, how creating and facilitating Physical spaces different from those in the mainstream requires collective effort and multifunctionality. So uh, that's coming up. Sounds pretty exciting. It's coming up tomorrow. Uh, the images from 4 to 7 and then the panel discussion at 7.15. All of it at the Glove Factory. So those are our happenings for today. Once again, if you'd like to send more happenings our way, you can email me at treesong at treesong.org. And we, we like to hear everything that's going on in the community. And if you send it our way, we can help make sure that there's a turnout. Because uh, we're told people actually do listen to this show, which we're very happy to share community happenings on. And now it's time for some news. And our first story for the day, stick it to them. Vehicles sold in the U.S. will be outfitted with fuel economy stickers. Ah, this is spiffy. All U.S. sold cars, trucks, and SUVs manufactured after September 1st will feature a window sticker that announces the vehicle's expected miles per gallon, estimated annual fuel cost, and fuel economy compared to similar vehicles which will just make it all the more apparent that performance always trumps size. 
uh, straight to the source, the Daily Green. And in other news, Yucca Rebuke, a setback for Yucca Mountain nuke dump, as judge denies water to the project. A federal judge poured cold water on the U.S. government's plans to build a nuclear waste dump at Yucca Mountain in Nevada this week. Or more accurately, he left the feds high and dry. The Department of Energy has been seeking 8 million gallons of state-controlled water to drill test holes at Yucca Mountain in the state of the state of Nevada, which wants to be rid of the dump, has said no way. In a sharp slap to the DOE, U.S. District Judge Roger Hunt ruled that the federal government had, quote, failed to demonstrate the necessity of its voracious water demands, and he accused department officials of acting arrogantly. Quote, the validity of western states' groundwater rights and the right to regulate water in the public interest is not a right to be taken lightly, Hunt wrote in his opinion nor is it a right that can cavalierly be ignored or violated by a federal agency. Oh, are feds cavalierly ignoring or violating rights? Oh, say it ain't so. Straight to the source, Los Angeles Times and Associated Press. And in other news, more news about the penguins. All dressed up and no place to go. Penguin populations in trouble, climate cited as one cause. First, the good news. There's an international penguin conference. Who knew? Uh, I've just got a vision of hundreds of penguins getting together and discussing uh, penguin solidarity and penguin survival. <laughs> I'm guessing they mean a human conference about penguins. But anyway, the good news, there's an international penguin conference. Who knew? Now the bad news. At said conference, taking place this week in Tasmania, a team of researchers has reported that the world's penguins are in trouble. The 17 species, uh, quote, face serious population decreases throughout their range, the team wrote, adding that officials, scientists, and the public need to take action if there's any hope of reversing the trend. 
Okay, so now are you ready for the really bad news? Quote, Penguins are the bellwether of climate change, says seabird ecologist Eric Wohler. Quote, As birds, they're pretty much at the top of the food chain and act as a two-footed bio-indicator of the health of the environment, both marine and terrestrial. So, the bio-indicators are dying. Uh, you have our permission to waddle into a corner and cry at that news. Straight to the source, the Australian. And that is unfortunate to hear about the penguins. Um, hopefully we can do something about that. Speaking of climate change, as usual we have another story about climate change. Perchance meeting. UN climate meeting ends with a whole lot of nothing. We're psychic, if we do say so ourselves, as leaders from 158 countries gathered this week at a UN-convened meeting to discuss post-Kyoto Protocol climate targets, we claimed doubt that anything of substance would come out of it. And voila! Deadlock and vagueness abounded. The EU and developing nations pushed for an indication that industrialized countries should be guided by a goal of reducing emissions 25-40% to 40% of the 1990 levels by 2020. But countries including Canada, Japan, and Russia opposed approving such, uh, such strong language. And the final version of negotiations stated that such numbers provide, quote, useful initial parameters for the overall level of ambition of further emissions reductions. Also, it was generally agreed that emissions should be reduced to, quote, very low levels. Ah, now there's specific for you. Nations will come together again in December in Indonesia to try to hammer out an actual post-Kyoto agreement. The U.S., not having ratified the Kyoto Protocol to begin with, was not invited to either party. Straight to the source, Associated Press and Reuters. And in other news, another little pun in the title here, Critical Mass. The Pope urges youth to care for the planet. Ah, critical mass. Ha ha. Pope Benedict uh, preached the Gospel of Green to hundreds of thousands of young Catholics in Loreto, Italy on Sunday, one day after the Italian Church's designated Save Creation Day. While the Church gave out recycled material backpacks filled with biodegradable plates, hand-cranked cell phone chargers, and prayer books printed on recycled paper, the pontiff implored young people to care for the earth. Quote, New generations will be entrusted with the future of the planet, which bears clear signs of a type of development that has not always protected nature's delicate equilibriums, said the Pope, who was decked out in vestments of green, the liturgical color of hope. Before it is too late, one must make courageous choices, that can recreate a strong alliance between mankind and the earth. Straight to the source, Associated Press, The Independent, and The Times. Can you hear the heartbeat of the earth? The rhythm comes and the rhythm goes. The river ebbs and the river flows. Can you hear the heartbeat of the earth?
And looks like we have time for one last story here. All in a day's work. The EPA sued over ship emissions, smacked over 9-11 cleanup. The Environmental Protection Agency uh, faced two major slams this week, from east and west. In Washington, D.C., the nonpartisan Government Accountability Office issued a report scolding the EPA for its post-9-11 cleanup efforts, saying the agency's approach to toxic indoor contamination in buildings near the site is misdirected and ignores New Yorkers' health concerns. The report, quote, confirms our worst fears about the Bush administration's incompetence, said Senator Hillary Clinton, who also sounds as if she's running for office or something. (laughs) Meanwhile, in San Francisco, Friends of the Earth and Earth Justice filed suit against the EPA over its failure to set emission standards for ocean-going ships around the nation. The agency had pledged in 2003 to issue such a rule by this April. Oh, but whoops, guess it didn't happen. Quote, what's at stake here, said Terry Shore of Friends of the Earth, is the lives of thousands of people around the country who will continue to inhale diesel exhaust from large ships. Straight to the source, Associated Press and Newsday. So it looks like that's it for today's episode of Your Community Spirit. You can check us out online at yourcommunityspirit.org. And if you have any happenings or news for us, you can send it my way at treesong at treesong.org. I hope it's been as fun and exciting for you as it has for me. Um, I know it's a little bit cloudy out still, but still a nice temperature day. Um, So hopefully you'll get out there and enjoy the weather. Yeah, the